0: A R Main
1: Menu
0: Main Menu Main menu. Main Menu
2: Welcome to Main Menu for the week of March 21 through March 27, 2014. I'm your host, David Tanner, and we are pleased to have you with us today here on Main Menu. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. And if you're a new listener, welcome aboard. We are glad to have you with us. We hope you enjoy the show and get a lot of valuable information out of our presentations today here on Main Menu. Well, it's been quite a week here in the United States for Technology for the blind and visually impaired with the goings on of the CSUN conference. And two great things have happened that we want to mention to you and present to you. One of them happened just a week ago or so, and that was the release of iOS 7.1 for the iDevices, whether you have an iPhone, iPad, or iTouch. The iOS 7.1 release gave us some new features that you will definitely want to know about and gave us more accessibility with voiceover and so forth. And David Woodbridge is going to come to us first. And David, of course, is a member of the main menu staff. And David is going to be showing us some of the new features in iOS 7 that you'll want to know about and a new feature in the latest release of Apple TV 6.1 that you'll want to know about if you have the new release for your Apple TV, and then HumanWare this week announced the release of the latest maintenance upgrade for the BrailleNote Apex version 9.4.1, and it has one really big new feature that added to your Apex, and that is the release of a new application called Key Maps and. We are pleased to have Greg Stilson, who is the manager for blindness products for HumanWare, with us. And he is going to be doing three presentations for us, all related to key maps. The first presentation will be introducing you to what key maps is and how to download the maps for the key maps app for your apex and then he is second presentation he will show you how to create a route with key maps and then the third presentation he is going to show us how to take a virtual walk around you can Create an area that you might like to take a look at. Maybe you were planning on traveling there and you want to know more about what's around the area and what the various points of interest may be, and maybe even create some points of interest that you might want to take a look at or go to if you actually were to go there. And that's the three presentations that Greg is going to give us and we want to thank the folks at HumanWare for allowing us to air these on Main Menu this week and if you want to get those presentations each uh, that you can use as you Learn how to use key maps, they are available from the HumanWare webpage at com And again, we want to thank the fine folks at HumanWare for allowing us to air those here on Main Menu this week. We only have one new technology announcement other than the ones we just gave you. We have one technology announcement we wanted to give you. Freedom Scientific has just this week announced the release of a upgrade of the Onyx desktop portable CCTV system. This is the Onyx HD and it includes a high-def camera to give you better clarity and clearer uh, color and pictures on your Onyx and more portability. And it can be used both for close up and distance viewing. And that, if you want more information about, it, you could go to the webpage at www.freedomscientific.com and check out the announcement about that on their main webpage. All right, we are going to go ahead now and get into the presentations for this week. You have a great week, and we'll see you back here again next week on Main Menu.
3: Here at ACB Radio's Main Menu, we are always looking for feedback from our listeners. If you have any feedback about something that you have heard here on Main Menu, suggestions for things you would like to hear on future programs, or if you are able to record a product demonstration or interview for us, please get in contact with us by sending an email to mainmenu@acbradio.org. at That's mainmenu@acbradio.org. at you can also get in contact with us via Twitter. Our Twitter page is at www.twitter.com slash mainmenu, or you can follow at mainmenu with your favorite Twitter client. Finally, all of our contact information, past shows, and more can be found on our website at mainmenu.acbradio.org. Thank you for listening to Main Menu, and we look forward to hearing from you with your thoughts about our program
0: menu
4: menu welcome to this demonstration of a look at both iOS 7.1 for your iOS device whether that be your iPhone iPod touch or iPad and a look at a cool new hide feature to do if your Apple TV has of an update for 6.1. And this recording was done for both iOS 7.1 and Apple TV 6.1 in about the middle of March. It's actually March 17th, 2014. So first of all, I will start with iOS 7.1 and we'll go through some changes in relation to Siri, voiceover and low vision changes in 7.1. And then I'll talk about a bug to do with accessing iOS 7.1 with your Bluetooth keyboard and a possible temporary fix as of this recording. And then we'll look at the new feature to do with hiding icons on the Apple TV home screen in Apple TV 6.1. The first thing I wanna speak about is Siri and that's in relation to two things. One, you've got the option of a male and female voice now, which I'll show you how to change and also you can actually pause when you're talking to Siri and that works by just holding down the home button, talking and pausing as long as you like, talking again and then releasing the home button and Siri will then process what you're saying. So for example, if I ask it what the weather today is in Sydney, but then pause before I say Sydney then say Sydney and release, it should work quite nicely. So I'll do that now, holding down the home button, What is the weather today in Sydney? It
1: should be nice in
4: Sydney today, up to 27 degrees Celsius. Okay, so Siri only processed what I was saying after I released the Home button. Before this update in 7.1, if you paused, Siri would actually think you're finished. Let me press the Home button to come out of Siri. Okay, let me find settings to go into general and Siri and we'll choose the different male voice. The one I'm currently using since I'm in Australia is an Australian voice. So let's try and see what the male voice sounds like. So I'm going to touch on settings. Settings. Okay, one finger double tap on settings. Settings. And let me touch on the screen again to find general. Bottom of the screen.
1: Do not disturb. Button.
4: Let me do one finger flick to the right.
1: General. Button.
4: There's General, one finger double tap.
1: General. Settings. Back button.
4: Flick to the right to find Siri.
1: General. Heading. About. Button. Software update. Button. Siri. Button.
4: One finger double tap on Siri.
1: Select Siri. General. Back button.
4: And flick further the right.
1: Siri. Heading. Siri. On. Um. Press and hold the home button to start speaking to Siri. Then release the button when we're done. About Siri and privacy. Link. Language English Australia button.
4: Okay, so I'm using the language English Australia. Flick to the right again.
1: Voice gender. Female button.
4: Currently voice gender is female. Let me one finger double tap on that.
1: Voice gender. Siri. That button. Flick to the right. Voice gender. Heading male.
4: And one finger double tap on male.
1: Selected male.
4: Okay, and let's see what the male voice sounds like. I'm gonna actually use my weather example again and just ask it what is the weather today in Sydney? So home down the home button. What is the weather today in Sydney? Release the home button.
1: The weather's looking good for Sydney today. Up to 27 degrees Celsius.
4: Oh, he sounds very chirpy, doesn't he? Let me do that again little give him more time. What is the weather today in Gosford?
1: OK, the temperature for Gosford today will range between 17 and 25 degrees.
4: Lovely. Okay, let me put it back to the female voice. So pressing the home button once to come out of Siri. Let's touch the screen with one finger.
1: Selected male.
4: Okay, i flip to the right. Female. One finger double tap on female.
1: Selected female.
4: I'll let's see if she's back to the female voice now. What is the weather today in Gosford? Today, this temperature will range from 17 degrees to 25 degrees. Beautiful. So she's back. Okay, pressing the Home button. And I'm going to press the Home button again to come out of Settings.
1: Home. Settings.
4: Okay, so that's the first thing I wanted to show you about Siri. The second thing I wanted to show you is that if you have multiple voices selected in your rotor, you can have it so that you can set different voice rates for the varying voices. So for example, if I do a two finger rotate around to languages on my router at the moment, since I've got more than one selected.
1: Containers, language.
4: I'm on language, and of course I've got default Australia. If I do a one finger flick down. British English. Okay, I've got the British English voice that's previously selected running very slow. So if I flick to the left.
1: Compass, App Store, Compass.
4: Flicking to the right again
1: settings
4: okay if i do one finger flick down
1: irish english
4: i haven't got irish english adjusted it's still the compressed voice south african english south african english still compressed and the normal speed us english i've got the us english voice running faster so flick to the left compass. that's compass App store Flick to the right compass. that's compass again settings. and back to settings if i do one finger flick down again
1: default language australian english
4: i'm back to australian english so i flick to the left Compass. Compass, App Store, App Store. flip to the right.
1: Compass, Settings.
4: Okay, I'm back to settings again. So it's good that you can have different voice rates selected depending on what you may want to do, such as navigating versus reading for content. Let me just go into settings, general accessibility, voiceover, and show you where you change the voice rates for the different voices that you've got selected on your rotor. So I'm gonna hold down the home button and just say accessibility settings. Accessibility settings.
1: Settings. Accessibility. General. Back button.
4: Flick right with find finger to find voiceover.
1: Accessibility. Heading. Vision. Heading. Voiceover.
4: On button. Is voiceover. One finger double tap.
1: Voiceover. Accessibility. Back button.
4: Touch towards the bottom of the screen.
1: Speaking rate. 30%. Okay,
4: keep flicking to the right to find languages.
1: Speak hints, use pitch check. use sound effect, use compact braille, but rotor, button, languages and dialects, button.
4: Languages and dialects, one finger double tap.
1: Languages and dialects, back, back button.
4: Flick to the right with one finger.
1: Languages and dialects, heading, edit, button, default dialect, Australian English, button.
4: Okay, so my default dialect is Australian English.
1: Rotor languages, heading.
4: And here's my currently selected rotor languages. British English.
1: Okay, British English. Flick to the right. More inside. British English.
4: So I flick to the right again.
1: Irish English. More inside. South African English. More inside. US English. More inside. US English.
4: Now, the reason why I just kept flicking through then is that you can actually tell what your voice rate is for each voice when you flick over it and it's in focus. So I'm going to flick back to British English and speed him up a little bit. So one finger flick to the left back to British English.
1: US English. More inside. South African English. More inside. Irish English. More inside British English.
4: Okay, that's British English. Make sure I'm on it. Flick to the right.
1: More inside British English.
4: One finger double tap.
1: English. Back. Back button. English. Heading flicking through to the right. Voice quality. Heading. Enhanced quality on the
4: Okay, and as you can tell, I've already downloaded the enhanced voice quality, one finger flick to the right.
1: The enhanced quality voice is speaking rate, heading, zero percent, adjustable.
4: Okay, so I've got it very slow at the moment. Let's bring him up back up to say 50%, so one finger flick up,
1: 10%, 20%, 30%, 40%, 50%.
4: And of course, I can find the back button at the top left hand side, or just do a two finger scrub on the screen.
1: Languages
4: and dialects. Let me one finger flick right to find British English again.
1: Languages and dialects. Heading. Edit. Button. Default dialect. Australian English. Button. Rotor languages. Heading. British English. More info. British English.
4: Okay, and as you can tell, he's definitely a lot faster. Or if I wanted to use my rotor to check, because I'm still on languages. If I do one finger flick down. British English. And if I do one finger flick left.
1: British English. Rotor languages. Default dialect. Edit.
4: Button, and okay, you can tell it's definitely faster. So I'm going to one finger flick up now on my rotor to get rounded back to my default Australian voice. Default language, Australian English. Now, while I'm in accessibility settings, let me show you a few more features that are new in the accessibility panel now. So I'm going to two fingers scrub again.
1: Voice over. Accessibility. Back
4: button. i want to go one more back. And since the focus is already on the back button, I'm going to do one finger double tap this time.
1: Accessibility. General. Back button.
4: If I one finger flick right.
1: Accessibility. Heading. Vision. Heading. Voice over. On. Zoom. Off. Invert colors. Off. Speak selection. On. Speak auto text. On. Automatically speak auto cap Larger text. On. Button. Bold text. On. Button shapes. On.
4: Okay, we've now got button shapes. So that puts a little outline around buttons down to make them easier to see.
1: Increase contrast. On. On. Button.
4: Now, increase contrast now is interesting because we've got three settings under contrast now. So for one finger, double tap.
1: Increase contrast. Accessibility. That button.
4: And flick to the right one finger.
1: Increase contrast. Heading. Reduce transparency.
4: On. I've got reduce transparency on. And if I flick to the right, it'll give us an explanation of that setting.
1: Improve contrast on some backgrounds to increase legibility. Heading.
4: Okay, improve contrast on some backgrounds. If I flick to the right again,
1: darken colours
4: on. Um. Okay, darken colours, and this particular one makes colours darker. So darken colours actually makes colours a lot darker on the screen, again making it easier to see. Flick to the right again,
1: reduce white
4: point um. Reduce white point, and the reduce white point is literally to reduce how bright whites look on the screen, i.e. if you're glare sensitive and lots of white makes it hard for you to look at the screen. This is reduces that white colour on the screen for you. So that's the three new settings under contrast, reduce transparency, darken colours, and reduce white point. Okay, so two finger scrub to go back.
1: Accessibility. General.
4: And you will notice that quite a few of the general large print options, such as bolded text for example, will be enabled in a lot more applications in ios 7.1 now the other thing that is also in accessibility now is the head control gesture under switch control so you can use left or right head movements instead of a physical switch or touching the screen to control your ios device whether that's your iphone ipod touch or ipad So they're basically the three major things that I wanted to show you in accessibility. The different voice speech rates to do with voiceover, the new low vision options, particularly the contrast settings, and the third feature, which was switch head control of your iOS device. Let me press the home button to come out of settings.
1: Messages, one and red
4: message. And I should say in relation to voiceover, there's been quite a few bug fixes. For example, the screen lock bug, where when you lock the screen, it would say screen lock twice, and so on. At the moment of this recording, there's a fairly significant bug in relation to the use of the Bluetooth keyboard in iOS. Because one of the major bugs that actually got fixed in 7.1, which I guess to some extent, maybe of course this Bluetooth keyboard bug, is that when you use the control key on the keyboard, it shuts your voice up. And that used to be fine in previous versions of iOS, before iOS 7. However, in this case, it causes the Bluetooth keyboard to misbehave. So let me just show you what it does. So I've got my keyboard on my lap. It's gonna do fine, so VOF or control option F.
1: Enter search text.
4: Type in notes.
1: N-O-T-E-S notes.
4: Okay, select that. Notes, accounts, that button. And let's write our, and of course I'm using QuickNab over to new. New,
1: button. Select. Note.
4: So it's going to hit my control key once by itself, and I'm going to start typing.
1: Tab, new, bottom, space. space. Space, space, tab, space, new, space.
4: Okay, I just typed in, hello world, well, this is me, and as you can tell, it's actually not working at the moment, okay, because I press the control button by itself. So now if I do the fix offered by Apple, so I'm going to do VO or control option right arrow. Share, dimmed, button. Go back to the left with VR left arrow.
1: Note, text field is editing.
4: Okay, and I'll do it again.
1: Share, dimmed, button.
4: So VR right arrow and VR left arrow.
1: Note, text field is editing.
4: Okay, I'm going to hold everything.
1: Selected, selection deleted.
4: Just press delete. Now if I type in hello world this is me,
1: Capital H, E, L, O, space, hello, W, O, R, L, D, space, world, T, R, F, space, this, space, is, E, period, me, new line, new line. Yeah, let me
4: take quick nav off.
1: Quick nav off. Upper. New line. Hello world. This is me.
4: Okay. And if I do option right arrow.
1: Hello world. This is me period. Option left arrow. Me period is this world hello.
4: I'll just write over it by itself.
1: Capital E L L O.
4: Okay. Hello. Oscar
1: O L L E capital H hotel.
4: Okay. It works fine. So the trick with this bug is it's nice to be able to shut the voice up in 7.1. Now this release to shut the voice up, but don't do it. Just use say the caps lock key or the shift key to shut the voice up. Don't use the control key by itself. So let me just press Voh to come out of this and come back to the main home screen. Notes. Let me just show you quickly about the new easy hide icon feature on your home screen in the Apple TV version 6.1 update. So I'm just going to press my menu key to wait my Apple TV up. Six of six. Okay, so I'm on sixth of six on my main home screen. So let's have going just check what number six so is that's the second row, it's gonna press left arrow.
1: Radio, button,
4: six of six. So that's radio as an in internet radio. It's gonna press upper.
1: Bloomberg, button, one of six.
4: Now let's say for example, I wanted to hide Bloomberg in this case. The fast way to do it is to hold down the select button as if I'm about to move the icons around. So holding it in now, the select button in the middle.
1: Press the directional buttons to move this item. Press play calls for more options.
4: Okay, press the directional buttons to move this item or press play pause for more options. So play pause is the right key of the two keys underneath the select button on your Apple remote. So if I do that now, press play pause. In
1: Bloomberg, to undo, go to settings, main menu and select Bloomberg. Hide this item, button, one of two.
4: It tells you where to go to actually undo this option as in settings, main menu. If I press down arrow on the remote. Cancel, button, two of two. It's cancel, if I press up arrow.
1: Hide this item, button, one of two.
4: To hide it, I press select again.
1: And enter passcode. Enter the four-digit passcode.
4: Zero. Now, as I've got parent restrictions running on my Apple TV, that's why it's just popped up and asked me for my pin code. So I'm just going to pause the recording and put in my pin code. Now, if I press right arrow.
1: Done. Button. Three of three. Select
4: on done. Bloop. In main menu. Trailers. Button. One of five. Okay, I've now got five options and it's all on one row now. So, number six has now become number five, etc. And that's the quick way to hide icons on the home screen of your Apple TV now with the 6.1 update for the Apple TV. So, I hope you've enjoyed this quick demonstration of some of the major new features in iOS 7.1 to do with Siri, VoiceOver, and Low Vision, and also the new Quick Hide option on the Apple TV. 6.1, and as always, thanks for listening, and bye for
0: now.
5: Hi, and thanks for tuning into another HumanWare Snapshot video. My name is Greg Stilson. I'm HumanWare's product manager at Braille products. Uh, in this video, we're going to prepare you for using Keysoft 9.41, the next update to the or for the BrailleNote Apex. In December, we launched Keysoft 9.4, with, which brought forth a couple uh, pretty innovative features, the first one being uh, Nemeth Braille-to-Print Translation, which had never been done on a Braille device before, electronic Braille device all-in-one like that, and then PowerPoint Access, being able to view and present from uh, a PowerPoint file on your Braille load APEX. So if you haven't gotten Keysoft 9.4, um, these features will already be included in Keysoft 9.41. Keysoft 9.41 is a, uh, a maintenance release that has a couple really cool features. Um, the one we're going to talk about in this video is uh, a, a feature that we worked on at HumanWare with uh, with Sendero Group, which we've been partners with for quite some time, uh, and that is a, an application called KeyMaps. So building on the Sendero GPS and the really powerful tool that Sendero has built uh, over the past uh 15 or so years. Um, Keymaps is actually a built-in virtual navigation tool. So very similar to the way that a sighted person is able to, on the computer or on uh, a smartphone or something like that, quickly punch in an address and look around that area. Keymaps does that for a blind user. Um, So it gives you pedestrian-oriented instructions, or vehicle if you want, but more focused on the pedestrian, understanding side of street, what side of street we're on, uh, which way the intersections are going, things like that that are really important before you actually venture out. Uh, to to go travel to different locations so uh, in this video I'm just going to do a brief introduction of what key maps is and what you can do to get maps and things like that so that you can start actually navigating your area or or different locations before you actually go there so the example that I use is I, I travel quite a bit for for my work and I often go to different hotels and things like that. Often I want to know what's around that hotel uh, for restaurants, places to go, things like that. And what's the general layout of the block? So that is a blind traveler. Once I'm there, I, I really have a, already a picture in my mind of, of where I want to go. So uh, right now I'm at the main menu. Main menu. And just like uh, in the past, if you've ever had the GPS on your Apex, um, just by pressing N will get you into the navigation option. Now, those of you who have purchased GPS already, KeyMaps will honor your license code for your GPS, and you will get the full GPS capability. KeyMaps, the virtual uh, navigation portion of this, comes with all BrailleNote Note units uh running Keysoft 9.41. Um if you use key maps and really like it, you can upgrade to the full GPS, meaning that you can take your your GPS receiver with you and walk around with your Apex and actually get turn by turn instructions as you're walking. Um, that can be done through our customer service department or your local humanware representative um, for a, a much cheaper fee than the uh the the full GPS has been in the past. So at this case I'm going to press N for navigation. Okay, and it's loading up. I've got a couple maps on it. It says three maps loaded, and now it's loaded up uh, several maps in this case. Now, if I actually determine where I am, if I press the space bar... Ah, I must have had a destination here. It's creating a... Okay. Okay, so I'm, I'm on a street called Morton Street. Basically what I did is I punched in New York and I downloaded the New York map just to uh, to do some demonstrations. So in this case, I want to show you what makes key maps a little bit more unique than what um, Sendero GPS has had in the past. And the first one is that you no longer need a separate device to actually install your map uh, onto your device, so... By default, when you log into KeyMaps, it'll ask you to register the map or the country that you want to use. So you're allowed one country with uh, with the KeyMaps installation on your device. So whenever you install Keysoft 9.41, the first thing you're going to want to do is select your country. Okay, so the United States and Canada is regarded as North America. That's one country. And each state is its separate map. Now you can download large quantities of states like the West Coast or things like that if you wanted to do that. However, keep in mind that it can take uh, quite a long time. The Apex will allow you to download the map directly to the device via your internet connection. So in this case, I'm going to exit. Exiting location details. And I'm going to go into the GPS options menu by pressing the letter O. Key maps options menu. So key maps options menu. The first thing, if I space bar. Map folder, flash disk slash maps. So right okay. now, it's telling me that my maps are stored on my maps uh, folder on my flash disk. If I press space bar again, a new option shows up. Download maps. Down, the download maps. If I press enter. Map to
0: download Zero one USA West Coast.
5: Zero okay, so it says CIA. map to download USA West Coast. Now, as I said you're using the Braille Node Apex to download these files so it's not going to be as fast as your traditional computer um... so I always recommend to people to download state-by-state state just because you're gonna be able to do it much faster so for example it took me about fifty minutes or so to download New York um, it took me about thirty minutes to download Wisconsin things like that um... you do need to just kinda let your Apex work um... as it is a pretty intense process so you're um, it's recommended that if you're gonna download a large quantity of data do it uh, overnight or when you're not going to need your apex for a little bit of time. So if I cycle through, I'll spacebar, and you can even press uh, a different letter. So let's say I want to download Wisconsin. I'll hit W. Washington. Washington. West Virginia. Wisconsin. So there's my home 76. state of Wisconsin. If I press Enter. Wisconsin chosen. This file will take approximately
0: 35 minutes to download and zip continue with read, this
5: file. Okay, and uh, if I wanted to, I could say Y for yes, and it would start downloading. In this case, I don't, so I'm going to hit N. No, exit keymaps. And it would have downloaded. The beauty of this is that when you download a file on your PC, not only do you have to download it, but you have to unzip it and put it in the correct location on your Apex. Key Maps does this all for you, and it does it really seamlessly. It does all the downloading and all the unzipping all for you, uh in that 35 minute time period that I was that I, it just told you so um, that was uh, really the first step being able to actually uh, locate where to get the maps from once the maps are on your device now you can actually start doing the virtual navigation and we're going to touch on that in another video but this video was strictly to get you into key maps get you to understand the concept of it and then to be able to get the map on your device so when you get a second, go ahead and download a map on your device and come back and watch the uh, the next key, key maps video of how to actually create a route and locate uh, different locations. Thanks again, and we'll talk to you soon. Main
0: menu. Main menu. Main menu.
5: Hi, and thanks for tuning in to another Humanware Snapshot video for Keysoft 9.41. Uh, in this video, we're going to focus on uh, a real-world situation of how Key Maps is going to help you as a blind traveler. So, uh, generally, my my scenario is that I often go to a hotel when I'm traveling uh, for work, and I want to know what's around there. So, uh, in this case, uh, let's use the scenario that I'm going to be uh, staying in New York in Manhattan, and I'm really living it up, so I'm going to stay in the Ritz-Carlton area. Uh, in Manhattan there and I want to uh, you know I got a, a reference from a colleague that uh, here's a really good pizza place you're gonna want to try when you're in New York so um, in this case what I want to do is first off find what's around my hotel and second of all find this pizza place and understand how to get to it okay so the first thing we're gonna do is we're sitting at the main menu, main menu. and I'm gonna hit end for navigation to open up key maps, key maps remember that i've already got maps on here if you didn't get maps um check out our previous video on how to actually download the maps once you get key maps so key maps comes with keysoft 9.41 as an included feature for every braille note uh apex and in this case what i'm going to do i am at apparently a place called Yogurtland. so i punched in the uh the, I downloaded the, um, New York map and just placed myself in a location there. I set my virtual location to be, uh, apparently at a place called Tiogrit Land. In this case, I want to search for, uh, my hotel. So I know that I'm staying at the Ritz-Carlton, uh, Central Park. Okay. So in this case, the way, the easiest way to do it is to search for, uh, the Ritz-Carlton. So to do that, I'm going to find a point of interest, which is space with F. All. Okay. 1 of 17. okay so it's saying category what do I want the category to be well I can space through all the categories city slash place emergency service in this Auto. case I can also press the first letter of whatever I'm looking for so i'm going to press h for hotel hotel slash accommodation there you go 8 of 17 hotel slash accommodation chosen and now it's their subcategories as well, so things like Bed/breadth- bed and breakfast, things like that. If I press H again, I'll actually hear hotel and motel. Hostel, hotel, There you go. Six of eight. If I press Enter. Motel, motel enter boy or press enter for Okay, now I could press Enter and just hear the most. The closest hotels and motels, but being in New York, there's a gazillion of them, so I don't want to do that. I'm going to actually type in Ritz, R I T Z, and press enter. Ritz list. Okay, and it's now looking for the points of interest matching the Ritz, the R I T Z that I find. Now, because New York is so heavily populated, it does take some time and it may only find a few of them. Right now, uh, it's the Ritz-Carlton, New York
4: Battery Park, West Street, Okay, New
5: York. so there's one of them, Battery Park. That's not the one I'm looking for, so I'll do a space bar. St. Moritz on the Park
0: Hotel. The Ritz-Carlton, New York Central
5: Park. Central Park S, the, New York, 2.73 miles. There it is, the Ritz-Carlton, and New York Central Park. Okay, so I found it. If I press the Enter key, menu. Explore position. E. Uh, it brings me into the POI, or Point of Interest, action menu and the first thing that we see is uh, explore position so that'll virtually put me in front of the Ritz Carlton there's a few other options I can go through if I press the spacebar I can create a Eight, pedestrian two, route seven. from where I was that yogurt shop or whatever it was I can create a pedestrian route to the Ritz Carlton if I wanted to space again vehicle create a vehicle route I can set it as my destination. Show details. I can look at the details for the Ritz-Carlton and then if I needed to, let's say something changed their address changed or something, I can edit that in the database. Both explore position and destination. Or you can choose to explore the position and set it as your destination. So in this case, I'm just going to explore the position by pressing E. And it's taking me now to the location. It takes a little bit of time. At the Ritz-Carlton, New York Central Park, north Okay, so now put me right at the Ritz-Carlton. I can hit the letter F here just by itself, not space with F, because space with that F is a very detailed point of interest search. That's how we uh, found the Ritz-Carlton. But if I just want a brief summary of what my no- the, the nearest points of interest are, I can press F by itself. Creating boy list. Creating boys found. Metropolitan Antiques Antiques Okay, so there's uh, Metropolitan Antiques. BLT Market Restaurant St.
0: Under Park Hotel,
5: Hotel, Motel. So that just gives you an example of finding kind of what's around. If I do an exit. Exiting Now, I've actually found uh, my my Ritz Carlton. I'm sitting in front of it. At this stage, let's now say I want to find out where Keist Pizza is. I found a, a colleague of mine recommended Keist Pizza is the best pizza in Manhattan so where you're gonna to wanna to go so in this case we do that space with F again to find Category, I'm gonna change this now cuz it's still set to hotel I'm gonna change that to R for restaurant, restaurant. and press enter seven, restaurant chosen subcategory all okay so now it's a subcategory uh, one of the subcategories, I believe, is pizzeria. If I press P... Pizzeria. Yep, pizzeria. I can press enter. Keep in mind that you don't have to set these. These are things that just help speed the search up a little bit. And then I'm going to type in the uh, the name of the... Enter poi search string, or press enter first. Okay, so enter the POI search string, or the name of the point of interest. So I'm going to type in K-E-S-T-E. I'm pressing enter. Piest. And now it's looking list. for the point of interest that matches Keist, So it's looking around. It's dinging at me, telling me that it's searching. And it's going to search the nearby location. It, and I think it just found it. It's Pizza Leo,
0: Street, New York, 2.72 miles
5: behind. Okay, so it says that it's 2.72 miles behind where I am at this stage now I could press enter and set that as a destination or do a, a pedestrian route which I'm going to do in a second but one of the really cool things about key maps is if I press space with e for detailed point of interest space with p details. it says details now I can read this line by line space space through each of these Pizza Vino it says the name is Keist Pizza Vino if I space again restaurant category. it's giving me all those information the pieces of information there this is the cool part if I need to quickly get the phone number I see now that the phone is 212-243-1500 so let's say I'm sitting at my hotel and I say man I don't really feel like going out there I could just have I could call that number have the pizza delivered right to my hotel and experience Keith's Pizza just the way I should have been so in this case, let's say I do want to actually go to this location. So I'm going to eg- exit out of the details with a space with E. Details closed. It says details closed. Now I want to press enter to actually look at the options for Keys Pizzeria. Action menu. POI action menu. So remember that that first option is always explore position. That's going to virtually put me at Keith's Pizzeria. I don't want to do that, though. I want to go to the next option, sp- which is pede- a pedestrian route. I'm going to press enter. Okay, so it's creating it. It'll take a little bit of time. Okay, so it's telling me now that it's at what they call waypoints, or, or points along the route. What I like about key maps is that I don't have to go intersection by intersection. What it lets me do is actually just browse the route turn by turn. So as long as I know where I need to turn, I'm in good shape. So we're sitting at, uh, right now, the Central Park South um, street here, and if I press space bar with dots 2356, which is the command to move one turn forward, you'll hear it say,
1: Arrive near beginning.
0: 72 feet, waypoint 2, Central Park S, turn left on Central Park S, heading northwest.
5: Then turn left on Avenue of the Americas, waypoint 3, heading southwest. So you hear a lot of information. What it says is 72 feet, you hear waypoint 2, Central Park S, turn left onto Central Park so that that tells me that it's coming up and then it, you also heard it say uh, then turn left on Avenue of the Americas so not only does it tell you the upcoming turn but then it tells you, alright, now look out for the next one if I press uh, 2356 again 117
0: feet, waypoint 3, Avenue of the Americas on, center, on Central Park, as turn left
5: on Avenue of the Americas heading southwest Okay, so now it's saying turn left on Avenue of the Americas. I can do it again.
4: 2.67
0: miles, waypoint 4, W4, Avenue of the Americas. Turn right on West 4th Street, heading northwest, then turn slight left on Cornelia
5: Street, waypoint 5, heading southwest. So it's saying turn right on 4th Street, and then... Left on Cornelia. So, as as you go through it, you're going to hear that these are the steps that you'd be taking. Now, anywhere along this way, I could hit the letter F to, to find my nearest points of interest. Um, so, well, we we could get all the way to the end. I'm gonna I could continue to go turn by turn. But one uh, final piece that I want to mention with creating routes is you can also save the route information. So if I press the R for route commands. Root commands listed. I can space down through, and you'll hear it say, Save Root Directions. Create, create, create. Open. Save, root. Close save root Directions. So there's Save ID. save Root Directions. I could have pressed D for directions there. So I'm going to hit Enter. Saving
0: Root Directions. Turns Only or Detailed.
5: And it's saying, do you want to have Detailed so that it tells you every single intersection that you're going to pass, or turns only? Me, I, I personally just like to hear the turns, so I'm going to hit T for turns. turns. Only include Waypoint Numbers? Include Waypoint Numbers? Personally I don't really care because I'm only looking at the turns so I'm going to say N for no. No. Folder Name. Press enter for okay, so it's saying where do I want to save it? I'll save it in the General Folder. And I'll name it Keist. K-E-S-T-E. And press Enter. Keast. Okay, so it created a text file called KeysturnsOnly.txt. so I'm going to do an exit to get out of this. Save root before I don't want to save the root, so I'm going to say N for no. Root unsaved, exiting main menu. Okay, so now we're at the main word menu, bus- and I'm going to, just to show you that file, I'm going to hit enter on word processor. Keyword menu. And I'm going to hit O for open a document. Press enter, press enter on general. Document open. Press enter for case terms OK, and there's the file. If I press enter here, I'm just going to look at the file. So I'll just press enter on when it's asking me to review the options. This is d- and now you actually see all of the uh, the, the the turns and the oh. uh, information on how to actually navigate to different locations. So you hear it say route type, pedestrian. It tells you that it's arrived during or at the beginning of the route. And then you see exactly the route, the turns that you need to make as you're going through. So this is one other piece that you can save on your apex before you head to, uh, to New York or wherever you're going to go, just so that you can familiarize yourself with the area. Because as a blind traveler, traveler, the more information that we have, the better because A sighted person can look at a map, they can look at something visually and say, oh, okay, that makes sense. We need sort of to build that visual image in our mind. So I hope this snapshot video has helped you kind of understand how key maps will help you build that visual image uh, in your mind. And uh, stay tuned for future snapshot videos on key maps and other features of Keysoft 9.41. Thanks, and we'll talk to you soon. Hi, and thanks for tuning into the third snapshot video on Keysoft 9.41 and uh, the new KeyMaps application. My name is Greg Stilson. I'm HumanWare's Product Manager of Braille Products. In this third video, we're going to walk through just some virtual walking experiences. So just like um, if you picture a sighted person using uh, Google Maps on a PC or on a smartphone, they're able to quickly type in an address and visually look around the streets on that address, like Google Earth or something like that, zooming in to see what streets are what. Well, with key maps, a blind user can also do this. Before they go to a hotel, so I'm going to use the same uh, example as I did in the last video. Um, If I'm going to New York City and I'm living the high life, staying at the Ritz-Carlton in Central Park, I will be able to virtually go to that location ahead of time and walk around. Understand what the streets are around the Ritz Carlton, so that while I'm walking around, I understand exactly where I am, how the streets are laid out, and even where things are located. So what I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to enter Key Maps because I'm at the main menu. Main menu. I'm going to hit N for navigation.
0: Key maps version 2014 by day max. Three maps loaded.
5: Okay, and it's it re- recording now or it's it's uh it's open now at this stage now I'm I've just put myself somewhere randomly in New York um what I'm going to do now is enter a I'm going to enter an address uh and basically this is a way that you can instantly punch in an address and go directly there so I know because of my reservation that the uh the Ritz-Carlton in in Central Park is located at 50 Central Park uh, street south i believe is what it is so the way you do that is pressing space with s to enter in an address or to specify an address location look up. City look up. Look okay so it's saying location lookup and how do we want to look up this location well i could space through the options here zip slash postal look up. i could do Two zip forward. zip or lookup or i could look at the, the places that i've been to in the past so i want to go to city lookup look so i'm going to press enter City, look up chosen. Map, New York. Okay, and it's asking me where, which city, uh, what map is the city located on. I'm going to press enter on New York. New York
0: chosen city. Press
5: enter for and it always puts in the last city that you were using. So Manhattan is there. I could just type it in as well. I'm going to hit enter on Manhattan.
0: Manhattan chosen
5: address. And now it's asking me for the address. So in this case, it's always necessary. To type in the the number of the place you're looking for, and at least most of the street. You don't want to be too specific because maps often have different abbreviations for different things, and you may not type in the exact abbreviation that it's looking for. So in this case, I'm going to type in fifty number sign five zero, zero. and I'll just type in Central Park, Central Central Park, and press enter.
0: Central Park,
5: one of eight. Okay, so now I rem- let's hypothetically I have the address on my uh, on my reservation in my email or whatever. I know that it's Central Park South, so I'm going to keep going. Space. So I'll space bar. Central Park driveway. There's Central Two Park eight. driveway. I don't want that one. Central Park Great HL. Don't Three need eight. that. Central Park S. Central eight. Park South. So Central Park S. It says I'm going to hit enter.
0: Central Park S chosen.
5: Okay, so it's seven. saying that it found my address. It is now giving me options for what do I want to do with this address. In this case, I want to explore the position and put myself directly in front of the Ritz-Carlton. So I'm going to hit Enter on Explore Position. At 50 Central Park northeast Okay, seven. so now it's saying that I'm at 50 Central Park. And if I want to do a quick search for points of interest around... Okay, well, it automatically triggered one. But if I press the letter F for find the nearest points of interest... Creating
0: point list. found... Metropolitan
5: okay, so there's a gem place. BLT market, restaurant. There's a BLT market. Morris, I'm pressing space bar. There's another hotel, space, St. Morris on the Park. And I'll press space again. Okay, so somewhere. it's saying that wherever it put me, it must have put me directly in the middle of the road or something, but it says that it's 74 feet behind me. So anyway, that just tells you that you're in the right area. So I'm going to exit out of the list of Point of Interest, so I did space with E, and now I can virtually walk around the block. So just to get an idea of what streets are around there, um, there's different commands to turn right, left, cross a street, go backwards, things like that, just like if you were using hypothetically like a joystick um, or, uh, or arrow keys, up arrow to go forward, down arrow to go backwards, different commands on the Braille keyboard. So in this case, if I forget those commands, just like and this is the beauty of KeyMaps is that it, it interfaces perfectly with Keysoft. So Keysoft, the Braille Notes uh, interface that makes it so easy to get help anywhere, you can do the exact same thing by pressing space with H of the help command.
0: Keymaps help menu.
5: And now if I spacebar through, you'll hear all the options I can get help with.
0: Announce summary of location,
5: space. Okay, so if I want a summary of the location, I can press the spacebar. Location, lookup, L. I can press L for location lookup. Nearest PO is F. Nearest, and that's what we just did for the Ritz Carlton. Find PO is by name or by right category. Right there. Space with F. So space with F will actually allow you to look specifically for the Ritz Carlton if I wanted to. Where am I? commands? Space with HW. So there's a whole bunch of where am I commands that you can choose of how to get a real reading of exactly where you are. So any of those commands uh, just. Pressing space with H will refresh your memory on exactly how to how to find those. I'm going to exit out of the help menu now. Exit, exit help menu. So now all I need to do is turn right or left. I'm standing directly in the Ritz Carlton, and I'm going to just virtually walk around the neighborhood. So I'm going to to turn right. You press dots five six.
0: Southeast on the right side of Central behind.
5: So it tells me that I'm on the right side of Central Park Street, and that's where key maps really specifies for a blind traveler is it actually gives you the side of the street that you're on and tells you when you can and cannot tr- uh, cross streets when when it's necessary to cross an intersection when it's not so now that i'm actually on the right side of central park uh, street i'm going to now just start to walk forward so i'm going to go to the next to walk straight down the block to the next intersection so i do that by pressing dots two three five six to move forward seven hundred thirty two southeast Grand Army plZ left and right okay so now I have gone all the way down the street I've hit the next intersection and it says I'm also hit a, a kingdom garage I guess is the name of a point of interest nearby but I, I've hit Grand Army Plaza and I can cross this street if I try to go straight again you'll hear it yell at me. You must cross the street before moving forward. So I have to actually cross the street. It's not letting me cross because it's saying that this is an intersection. I'm on the right side of the street and I need to cross this. So to cross the intersection, I press dots 3, 6. Cross
0: Grand Army
5: PLZ. Now I'm on the other side and I'm going to continue forward. So I'm going to press uh, dots two three five six again to move forward down the block.
0: 202 meets southeast. Now on east 50, I'm street heading southeast at Fifth Avenue. Left and right on Central Park S,
5: blind. Now this is where it's really advantageous for a blind person because myself Avenue railway station. there's a railway 5th Avenue railway station there. But as a blind person, I rarely know when streets actually change names there. Uh, Central Park's South is actually the same as 59th Street. Um, in this case I'm going to turn right on 5th Avenue. I'm going to just walk around the block, so I'm going to take a right by pressing that's 2-3, er, dots 5-6, sorry, my right hand.
0: Southwest on the right side of Fifth Avenue and East 59th
5: Street and Central Park S. So I've turned my body, I'm now on 5th uh, Avenue heading Southwest with uh, with now 59th Street behind me. If I walk straight with 235, uh yeah, 2356. Two hundred seventy-three southwest, West Fifty-eighth Street. Right at East 58th Street. Left. Okay, so now, now I have hit Fifty-eighth Street. So 59th Street is behind me. I'm now standing at Fifty-eighth Street. I'm going to turn right on Fifty-eighth Street and go back around the block. Northwest on the right side of West 58th Street, Mim- Avenue at East 58th Street. Okay, so Fifth Avenue is now behind me. I'm going to walk straight by pressing two three five six again.
0: Zero point one nine miles northwest Avenue of the Americas, left and right.
5: Okay, Windsor, so, so Avenue of the Americas is is uh, I've reached that. I could cross this, but I'm going to take a right here and head back to my original destination. So I'm going to take a right with dots five six. Northeast on the right side of Avenue of the Americas at West Fifty Eighth Street. And I'm going to go straight with two three five six. 177 feet northeast Central Park S, right and left at avenue of the Americas behind Center drive ahead okay so Central. what you heard there is Center Drive ahead that means that Avenue of the Americas must be uh, must turn into Center Drive so if I take a right here I'm back on Central Park Street if I take a right that's five six southeast on the right side of Central Park S and Avenue
0: of the Americas and Center Drive.
5: And at this stage, I could walk straight ahead again with two, three, five, six, and we should hear the Grand Army Plaza, and to tell us that we went all the way around the block. Any more of southeast, unnamed, left. Ah, what that says is unnamed is on our left. Uh, there's a, a street that apparently is a small side street that's on our left. We can continue to go straight, however, it's not impacting us because we're on our right side of the street. We heard it say on the right side. Seven
0: hundred forty southeast. Grand Army PLC
5: left and right. Okay, and we've gone completely in a circle uh, around the block to uh, to really give us a, a, an understanding of, of what all the streets are around us. So, what we learned here is that Grand Army Plaza is the street to the right of, of us when we are uh, standing in front of the Ritz-Carlton, and Avenue of the Americas is on our left, uh, if we were to go all the way that way. So, just without even going to the to the destination before I've even arrived I have a significantly larger understanding of the map that's around me Um, it really allows a blind traveler to to travel a lot more intelligently and a lot more confidently at least knowing what the what the area is like before they get there so I hope this uh, this information has uh, benefited you and once you get a chance to play with key maps we hope to hear your feedback on it as well Um, Stay tuned for future HumanWare Snapshot videos, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Enjoy Keymaps.
3: Hi, I'm Chase Crispin, the executive producer of Main Menu. We are currently looking for listeners who are willing to review any type of accessible technology for us here on Main Menu. If you are interested in doing a review of a product that you own, or an interview with its vendor, then please contact us and let us know what you're interested in doing. Before you begin to record a segment, it is important to contact us so that we can ensure that it hasn't already been covered on our program. To get in contact with us, please send an email to mainmenu at acbradio.org and let us know what demonstration or interview you would like to do. Once you have completed your recording, please again send an email to mainmenu at acbradio.org and let us know how we might get the file from you and if it will need any further editing. We can get files from you in any method, such as SendSpace or Dropbox, any way that works for you. Once we receive your file, we will let you know when it will be aired on main menu. Presentations from our listeners are always interesting and well-received by the rest of the listeners, so if this interests you, please get in touch with us. Thank you for your interest, and we look forward to hearing from you on the show very soon.